0: Welcome to the Advancing Women Podcast, where ambitious women come together to challenge the status quo, advance their careers, and up level their lives. The Advancing Women Podcast is hosted by gender equity expert and executive coach, Dr. Kimberly D. Simone. Welcome, Warriors, to the Advancing Women Podcast. April is Autism Awareness Month, and you're likely to see a lot of social media posts and even hear on mainstream media a lot about autism and autism awareness. You're likely to hear a lot of statistics and to see a lot of lighted up blue kind of commentary. And I often talk about acceptance and appreciation over awareness because awareness isn't nearly enough for our kiddos. But I do think that awareness is a great place to start when we talk about awareness from the perspective of autism families, autism moms, awareness and understanding of our experiences as women with all the biases and barriers we address and then having a child with special needs on top of that. Women have stress. Mothers have stress. Mothers employed outside of the home have additional stressors. And then there is the stress of being a mom of a child with autism. And for many of us, myself included, the stress of having a child with autism while also working full-time outside the home is so challenging. And it's all the things. It's about awareness, understanding, empathy, and compassion for us moms, ambitious moms trying to make it all work and with what often feels insurmountable the additional stress of having a child with special needs. Saluting moms of children with autism is in no way meant as a discounting of all women's struggles or the struggles of all moms. This is about awareness of, empathy for, appreciation of, and a salute to the badass superheroes that despite a host of unique stressors fight every day to do the best they can do for their children with special needs, fighting with schools, fighting with doctors, fighting with strangers who often feel the intense calling to tell us special needs moms how we should be parenting or to imply we're not doing a good enough job. I talk with a lot of other moms of kiddos with autism, and this is one of the biggest issues, one of the most hurtful, frustrating, and exhausting things that happens. You might be surprised to hear that almost daily, we are openly judged. Comments and directives are made on how we should parent differently. I literally have a half a dozen shirts for my son that say, I'm not misbehaving. I have autism. Please be understanding. And I wouldn't get on a plane or go to a theme park or a restaurant or a grocery store without my son in that shirt. And we all know that there's a motherhood penalty in the workforce. I've referenced Williams and Dempsey's extensive study of the barriers women face many times. And they and many other researchers have confirmed the maternal wall pattern of bias, which shows how descriptive bias, as it relates to assumptions of women's competence and commitment after motherhood. And prescriptive bias in terms of societal expectations of a mother's role in the home contribute to lack of opportunity and advancement for women. As Williams and Dempsey note, quote, women with children are routinely pushed to the margins of the professional world, end quote. And of course, I've talked many times about the critical issue of affordable child care in helping women advance. But for us working moms of children with autism, it is maternal wall 2.0. Almost none of the very few, albeit inadequate, resources working families have are available for our kiddos. My son is high need, and we have never been able to utilize any after-school programs or camps or social activities. And if there are camps, they are nowhere near the price tag of a neighborhood day camp. Finding a qualified sitter is almost impossible. When I run an ad on care.com to find a helper for my son offering $20 an hour with his needs, sometimes I don't even get one application. It's not easy to find a babysitter for 12-year-olds who need help with every self-care function from eating to bathing to toileting. And even if family does live nearby, it's just too hard. And so we often can't count on or expect any last-minute help when we have to get to work, but our kiddos don't have school for some reason. And COVID, although difficult for everyone, transitioning to our kids at home, this was absolutely devastating for parents and families whose kids need routine the way a diabetic needs insulin. For those of us whose kids need 100% attention and parental supervision. And I have a good friend who sent me a meme right around the time all this was going on, right in the eye of the COVID storm. And it really hit home. And it meant so much to me that she had sent me this because the effort of sending it to me made me feel, at least for that moment, understood. And many of you have probably heard a version of it, but this version really hit the nail on the head and I'm gonna share it. Quote, we are all in the same boat. We are not all in the same storm. For some people, it's sprinkling. This is a break. It's a breather. It's a rest. It's a pause a time to reconnect with their families. Honestly, it's kind of peaceful. For some, it's a storm. It's a bit scary. It's disruptive. It's enough to make you stay up and watch the news and worry a bit. For some, it's a damn hurricane. It's tearing at boards. It's pulling off roots. It's washing them out to sea. It's dark and unknown. It's life-changing. It's not wrong to enjoy a sprinkle or endure a storm, but please don't negate the difference. Rest with your family, but don't minimize the hurricane engulfing your neighbor, end quote. And again, this just really struck me because it wasn't just during COVID that I felt this way, that we feel this way. It's all the time. We as women, we as moms, experience many inequities that are similar. We are all in the same boat, but we are not all in the same storm. And so this episode is a tribute to those moms, those moms who are living in a force 10 hurricane on a daily basis. And autism is so unique because our kiddos have an invisible disability. You can't always see it. So the usual empathy and understanding that other parents of children with visible disabilities experience isn't often there. And even if there is a movement towards acceptance of tolerance for children with autism, there isn't much thought or often tolerance extended to families, to moms who are often smiling in public, but struggling daily inside. And we are starting to see in the research how incredibly stressful it is for moms of children with autism. Research studies have shown what us moms of children with autism have long suspected, what we've long known that mothers of children and adults with autism experience chronic stress and that stress is comparable to combat soldiers and moms of children with autism struggle with frequent fatigue and work interruptions and we spend significantly more time caregiving than moms of those without disabilities according to the research in one study researchers followed a group of moms of adolescents and adults with autism Then those moms were interviewed at the end of each day about their experiences, and this study didn't just examine their perceptions. On multiple days, researchers measured the mom's hormone levels to assess their stress. They found that the hormone levels for these moms was consistent with people experiencing chronic stress similar to levels seen in soldiers in combat. The study findings were published in the Peer Reviewed Journal of Autism and Development Disorders. Said Dr. Marcia Seltzer, the researcher who conducted and authored the study, quote, this is the physiological residue of daily stress. The mothers of children with high levels of behavior problems have the most pronounced physiological profile of chronic stress, end quote. In another study, researchers conducted daily interviews with mothers of children with autism about how they use their time, their level of fatigue, what leisure activities they participated in, and whether or not stressful events occurred. This information was then compared with data from a national sample of mothers whose children do not have disabilities. Mothers of those with autism reported spending at least two hours more each day caregiving than mothers of children without disabilities. These moms were also twice as likely to be tired and three times as likely to have experienced a stressful event. Likewise, these moms were interrupted at work on one out of every four days, compared to less than one in 10 days for other moms. Said the researcher, a developmental psychologist from the University of Wisconsin-Madison, quote, On a day-to-day basis, the mothers in our study experience more stressful events and have less time for themselves compared to the average American mother. End quote. And again, this isn't about discounting the challenges of all women, of all moms, of all working moms. It's an opportunity during autism awareness month to make everyone a bit more aware because I know that women truly want to support all women, that together we are stronger. So, this is a chance to let you in, to see beyond the veil the real struggles. And I'm often asked by friends, family, lots of people, what can we do? What can I do? So, part of this is acknowledging, just acknowledging the unique challenges that we have. It's allyship and amplification. We fight so much. So, when others speak up, speak out for us, it means more than you can know. But I guess for me, seemingly confident badass woman, it's an opportunity to say that no matter how confident we seem, we are scared all the time. No matter how energetic or enthusiastic we seem, we are exhausted all the time. No matter how together we seem, how competent, we often feel like we're barely surviving. And no matter how easy we might make it look, it is so freaking hard every day. So please remember to check in on us. Even when we say we're fine, we probably aren't. And also give us the benefit of the doubt. If we're late or if we have to cancel at the last minute, or even if we're just a bit cranky, we are trying. And please don't stop inviting us. Even if we often can't come and if we often have to cancel, we try, we really do. But we have to make very difficult choices every day to try to make things work for our families. With so many unique challenges, most people can begin to understand or even think about. It can get really lonely and we can feel left out. So keep inviting us. And please, this one is for the siblings, the amazing brothers and sisters of children with autism. The ones who look forward to the events, then don't get to go. The ones who have to be patient every day and make sacrifices every day. Please remember to invite them and to include them. Make that extra effort to include our kiddos, including our typical sibling kiddos, because they really need it. And you can also help by choosing your words wisely. I know people mean well, but I can tell you for me, it is usually not helpful to hear things like special needs need special parents. That's why he was given to you. Or God doesn't give us more than we can handle it doesn't take the hurt away or make it easier. As parents of children with autism, we have been on the receiving end of disapproving looks in supermarkets or ill-considered comments about the need for better discipline. And we share our lives with therapists and doctors and get advice from strangers, and that's a big part of our lives. So if you wanna help, maybe be careful to leave the pity or judgment behind to mask the heartbreak on your face and bring the empathy and caring. Make sure that what you give is caring, that the words you have communicate caring and can't be construed as being critical or judgmental in any way. And I read an excerpt from an article last month by Twin Cities Mom Collective regarding art world. And as I read it, I thought, yes, this, all of this. And so I want to share that with you. My secret world. I could tell you that I've lied awake countless nights worrying about my son and his future. I could tell you that I haven't slept through the night in six years. I could tell you that I've developed an ulcer. I've lost weight. I have severe post-traumatic stress disorder. I could tell you I spend days and nights worrying about my son's future. I am so scared of dying before my son that there are times I just break down. I worry about who will love him and care for him after I'm gone. I worry about what is going to happen to him when I can no longer provide care. I could tell you that I've cried enough tears to fill an ocean. I could tell you that I've dreamt of my son's voice. I've heard it so vividly in my dreams that when I wake up, I actually miss the boy in my dreams. I could tell you I will stare at my son for hours just wondering what's happening in his head. I would trade anything to climb inside his head just so I could see the world from his view. I could tell you that having a child with disabilities has turned me into a nurse. A doctor, an advocate, a fighter, an educator, a therapist, and a psychologist. All titles I never wanted. I could tell you that we live in isolation because my son's autism is so severe, we can't go to stores or zoos or restaurants. If we do go to public places like a park, we wait for a rainy day so there are less people. I could tell you that autism has robbed us of milestones and special moments. I could tell you that I've grieved for the little boy that I dreamed about when I was pregnant. I could tell you I've seen my son hit himself. I've seen him beat his head ferociously against walls and floors to get his point across. I've seen him in pain. I can tell you that I've watched people stare at us, stare at him. They wonder if I'm a bad mom. They wonder what is wrong with him. They wonder if I don't discipline my seemingly normal-looking son. I can tell you that I've been judged. I've been shamed. I've even been shushed. I can tell you that I've lived the past years in waiting rooms while my son has therapy. His village has hundreds of people in it from social workers to teachers, to doctors, and I know them all by first name. They have become my friends. I can tell you that I've yelled at doctors, social workers, and insurance companies. I've begged, pleaded, and argued for help. I've seen the ugly side of the healthcare system. I could say the system is broken. I could tell you that having a child on the spectrum has affected every aspect of my life. It impacted my marriage, my friendship, and my career. And it's really hard for me to read that because I feel every word of it. So to all listeners who are trying to understand and support your fellow sisters, I thank you for listening and ask you to share this episode with others. And as my title suggests, this is also a tribute. I know how you feel, worn out autism mom, because I feel it too. I see you and I honor you. And my final manifest statement this week is a simple one from Sonia Walker, founder of Kids First Children's Services. Quote, until you walk a mile in her shoes, you will never know what it is like for your friend or family member to have a child with a disability. As the old saying reminds us, there but for the grace of God go us all. Making the choice to support a family affected by autism is one of the greatest gifts you can give. For more resources, you can visit my website, www.advancingwomenpodcast.com, and connect on Instagram at advancingwomenpodcast. I love getting your feedback, so please email me at simone at advancingwomenpodcast.com I just want to thank Joe Jacobs, the audio warrior who wrote the music for this podcast. And a huge thanks to Heather Harris, the creative warrior who designed the Advancing Woman podcast logo. And thanks to all of you for joining me here today.